0: Good evening. I'm Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. Every Thursday at 6.30 p.m., and it's time for our latest edition of the Edible Calendar. And boy, we've got quite a smorgasbord in the antipasto here. A lot of stuff going on. Scientifically speaking, the tilt of the Earth is at a point where it is what scientists call the unofficial summer equinox. That's the official scientific name is the Unofficial Summer Equinox, and that is why this is when we start to celebrate the unofficial beginning of summer. It's extremely scientific, and all kinds of events are going to happen in Ann Arbor as a result of the Unofficial Summer Equinox. You'll hear about those all in just a moment. In the meantime, there's no reason you can't mix a little bit of summer frivolity with a little bit of uh, edumacation.
1: Three billion people share this
2: earth. They depend upon the earth's surface for the basic necessities of food and fiber. Where there is a tractor, the basic need for food is met. Where there is a tractor, the basic need for fiber is met. There are three basics that work together. Food, fiber, and ford.
0: That's Food, Fiber, and Ford. And pretty much we can just end the show right now because that's everything you're going to need to know for the next five days or weeks or months. But we won't because there's so much going on in Ann Arbor. Not just that. In fact, thank you, R. Wolf, the host of Face the Music, for... Bringing that to my attention, Food, Fiber, and Ford. Apparently, big old corporations like Ford used to have these big old conventions for their big old employees and executives. Well, probably not the lowly employees, but the executives. And they would produce these lavish musicals to entertain and educate their executives because all executives needs education and entertainment. And they would come out on LPs. Remember LPs? Yes, and you do, and so do I. And so... Food, Fiber, and Ford. Need I say more? And if you thought that was edgy, there actually is going to be a really interesting musical starting this evening. It's going to be at the Shout Gallery. Where is the Shout Gallery? Well, okay. You go to Carytown in Ann Arbor. Across from Carytown is the Braun Court. The Braun Court has the out bar on one side and the Shout Gallery in the other. And... The Blackbird Theatre of Ann Arbor is going to put on a new musical called Patty Hearst: The New Musical. Kidnapped in 1974 by the Symbionese Liberation Army, heiress Patricia Hearst became a bank robber, violent revolutionary, and urban terrorists. The work, the work by writer, composer, and director Barton Bund contains violence, harsh language, and sexuality for mature audiences only and for people who like music. A lot of music in this. No one under 17 admitted. I, I do want to mention that. But they've created a musical out of the story of Patty Hearst. It's going to be in about the most intimate space you can imagine. The Shout Gallery is going to be full of people singing, dancing, acting. And you, if you go there to this Shout Gallery, you can find out about it at Blackbird Theaters website in Ann Arbor. It will be probably one of the most intimate theatre experiences you'll ever have. It's, it's, it's something else. It's starting tonight, June 3rd, and running this week through the 5th. It's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 8 p.m. And then it repeats June 10th, 11th, and 12th, again Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 8 p.m. at the Shout Gallery and Cabaret in Braun Court in Ann Arbor across from Kerrytown. Then they're going to take the musical and they're going to bring it to the Bowl Family YMCA in Detroit later in the month. But I talked to Barton Bund, the director, writer, and composer, last year when they put together a a dress rehearsal of sorts, when they were just getting it uh, up and running, and he told me that it was an interesting thought when they all came up with this idea of Patty Hearst, the new musical.
2: The first thing everybody said was, that'll be really funny. (laughs) And it's not like a, a story that you think of as funny, but the circumstances are kind of so unbelievable that it is funny.
0: It's surreal. Yes. It was surreal, it is surreal, and unlikely, and Mm -hmm. it's almost... Am I going to say... I mean, is it almost... There's almost like a... I wonder if people perceive it as almost a Keystone Cops kind of a thing.
2: Well, because... Yeah, because the Symbionese Liberation Army that took her were so over the top with their... I mean, most of the other groups at the time, and people have been talking about the Weather Underground and things like that, which were—and and the, the Black Panther Party, which both of them at the time were not violent militant groups in 1974. They were not about—even um, though they were damaging um, property, perhaps, you know, the weather that was was blowing stuff up, there was a symbolic organization, more or less. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they designed it that way, that they didn't really want to kill anybody, they just wanted to make a statement. These people um, had already assassinated the school superintendent of San Francisco, right. Marcus Foster— Uh, They had um, started this underground unit And there was only about maybe ten of them total Uh, And then when two of their leaders were arrested uh, They decided to kidnap this heiress And so as many groups at the time were talking about Some kind of action These people actually did that stuff And then Mm -hmm. they robbed banks And they did it in this very theatrical way With these cyanide bullets And they dressed up in uh, costumes and and disguises And things like that So Mm -hmm. the whole thing had a lot of flair to it and since the music of the time is some of the stuff that it's some of my favorite stuff I mean we're talking 1974 is the year that Funkadelic released Standing <laughs> on the Verge of Getting It On right? and yeah. you've got I mean Gil Scott Heron and you've got uh, you, you've just got some amazing stuff plus you've got some other um, some other popular stuff at the time Which we've embraced a lot of different styles in this We have some mm-hmm. some, some songs that sound a little like ACDC And some <laughs> songs that sound a little like Carole King And okay. some Jim Croce And some other stuff of sort of the time
0: Hi there. How you doing? It's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're listening now to some music by Philip Tabane and Malombo. The album is called Unh.
1: Uh,
0: that is spelled U-N-H exclamation point. And a moment ago, we were listening to Barton Bund, who is the director... And the composer and the writer of Patty Hearst the Musical. We're just hearing a little bit about what went into that and their motivations for that. Patty Hearst, a new musical, tonight, Friday and Saturday, also the following Thursday, Friday and Saturday, June 10th, 11th and 12th, is being put on by the Blackbird Theatre. Look it up at Blackbird Theater's website. It's going to be at the Shout Gallery across from the Out Bar in Ann Arbor. You're listening to an edible calendar edition of Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. I'm going to be that for a while, so might as well get used to it. Also coming up this weekend, June 4th, 5th, and 6th, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's Yasu, the Greek festival, the annual Greek festival. It's going to be held right in front of St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Church. This is a big festival with some 5,000 people attending, with Greek food, a tavern bar, homemade pastries, And leukomathis. I hope that I'm pronouncing that, and please forgive me if I'm not. Leukomathis are a kind of pastry made of deep-fried dough soaked in sugar syrup or honey or cinnamon and sometimes sprinkled with sesame. In Greece, they're commonly spiced with clove and cinnamon and a honey syrup, and they can be sprinkled lightly with powdered sugar. (laughs) Never mind dinner. Just go straight for those. And now there's also going to be, at the Yasu Festival, a Greek marketplace and boutique, a cultural exhibit, and tours of the Greek Orthodox Church. Now this also is the 75th anniversary of the founding of the St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox, Orthodox Church, which used to be on Main Street. That's where they used to have the festival. And now it's up on Sayo Church Road, where the new church is. This is a festival for everybody. There will be the St. Nicholas Dancers and the Kiklos I hope that is pronounced correctly, the Hikiklos Hellenic Dancers, as well as the band Enigma and the Yasu House Band. This is all the Yasu Festival, June 4th, 5th, and 6th at St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Church at 3109 Sio Church Road in Ann Arbor. We're going to take just a moment to hear a feast dance to inspire you to eat and dance and dance and eat. This is from a collection called The Greek Song this is actually something I got at the Ann Arbor Public Library. That's where I checked it out. And it is supervised by Yannis Markopoulos, the Greek song. Here is a feast dance to get you in the mood. And that was a feast dance for you. That is from a collection called The Greek Song, supervised by Yannis Markopoulos on the Anavasis label. And a good reason to celebrate is the Yasu Festival at the St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Church. Thousands and thousands of people go there for Greek food, a tavern bar, homemade pastries. You know, it's, as we say, scientifically speaking, the unofficial summer solstice. And that's why it's time to party and celebrate. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike for at least a little while longer. Coming up at 7, it's Face the Music with Ed special. In the meantime, this is the time in the show where we do information for you that is apropos of nothing. This in the news, Tyson Foods has settled a decade-long dispute by agreeing to pay its workers for time they spend putting on and taking off protective clothing. Federal officials have insisted that meat and poultry processors pay employees for all hours worked in a consent degree filed by filed in the U.S. District Court in Birmingham, Alabama. Tyson also agrees to pay half a million dollars in overtime back wages to nearly three thousand workers in Bluntsville, Alabama. Now, in Mooresville, North Carolina, it's not just the picture of beef on a new billboard in North Carolina that tries to catch drivers' attention, it's the aroma coming from the sign. And I've often said that. The billboard on NC-150 in central North Carolina emits the smell of black pepper and charcoal to promote a new line of beef available at the Bloom grocery chain. The billboard shows a fork piercing a piece of meat. The meat does not respond. That's not in the copy here. A Bloom spokeswoman says, for your information, the billboard will emit scents, and that makes sense, from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. every day until June 18th. So between 10 and 4 You'll have to get your own smells. A high-powered fan at the bottom of the billboard spreads the aroma by blowing air over cartridges loaded with fragrance oil. Again, in central North Carolina, a billboard that smells like black pepper and charcoal. Mm-mm. Now, back to Ann Arbor for a moment. Are we going back to Ann Arbor for a moment? Well, there are a lot of different things going on in Ann Arbor, so I'm going to get a little more somber for just a second because that was kind of silly. But so many cultural things happening this weekend and throughout the official and unofficial summer. At the University of Michigan Museum of Art, there's going to be a tea ceremony, a Japanese tea ceremony. It's been a tradition at the Museum of Art. It's going to be, this is going to be the first one in their, new, in their newly renovated museum. Kasu Ogoshi and Mitsuko Yoshida are two revered tea masters who've been practicing the the Sekishu style of tea for 65 years. They'll be traveling from Japan to the U of M Museum of Art for this special occasion. Yasuo Watanabe will provide interpretation and narration. The Sekishu style of tea was the orthodox style of the ruling Tokugawa shogunate from 1615 to 1868. It's also known as the warrior style tea. These demonstrations will be followed by a limited sampling of tea and Japanese sweets. Seating is limited, so please plan to arrive early. That's at the corner of State and South University in Ann Arbor. Another event happening this weekend, Saturday, June 5th, is the 15th Annual African American Downtown Festival near Ann Street and North 4th Avenue. In the Ann com is this information. According to an announcement for the festival, the event features art, food, health, beauty, and collector's items, According to the group's announcement putting on the, the the folks from progress putting it on, it was founded by the late Lucille Hall Porter, the African American Festival pays tribute to the historic Black Business District in Ann Arbor. Porter had a vision of keeping the youth and community at large aware of the right history of African of the right history African Americans have invested in the downtown area. This theme is This year's theme is Progress Through Unity. So the African American Downtown Festival, this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. in the area around Ann Street and North 4th Avenue. Now, I was listening to an oldie station—guilty— recently and they play this particular song mentioned that the event in the song happened on the 3rd of june and they said that the 3rd of june was coming up on thursday and the light bulb went off in my head it wasn't ecologically correct light bulb so don't worry and no it doesn't don't look nearly as picturesque but there you go and i realized this is a song about one of the most tragic fictional events that ever happened or never happened or what did happen on the 3rd of june And the discussion over what happened gradually unfolds during dinner. And this is a food show. What do you know? The 3rd of June.
3: It was the 3rd of June, another sleepy, dusty Delta day. I was out chopping cotton and my brother was baiting. Y'all remember to wipe your feet And then she said I got some news this morning From Choctaw Ridge Today Billy Joe McAllister Jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge Papa said to Mama As he passed around the Black Eyed Peas well, Billy Joe never had a liquor since. Pass the biscuits, please. There's five more acres in the lower 40 I got to plow. And Mama said it was a shame about Billy Joe anyhow. Seems like nothing ever comes to no good up on Choctaw. The Tallahatchie Bridge Brother said he recollected When he and Tom and Billy Joe Put a frog down my back At the Carroll County Picture Show apple pie you know it don't seem right i saw him at the sawmill yesterday on choctaw ridge and now you tell me billy joe's jumped off the Tallahatchie bridge mama said to me child what's happened to your appetite Sunday, oh, by the way, he said he saw a girl that looked a lot like you up on Choctaw Ridge, and she and Billy Joe was throwing something off the Tallahatchie Bridge. A year has come and gone since we heard the news about Billy Joe, They married Becky Thompson, they bought a store in Tupelo There was a virus going round Papa caught it and he died last spring And now mama doesn't seem to want to do much of anything And me, I spend a lot of time picking flowers up on Choctaw Them into the men to the money water off the Tallahatchie Bridge.
0: Bobby Gentry and the, and Ode to Billy Joe. This is WCBN and coming up in five minutes. It's going to be Face the Music with Ed Special. The show about food is winding down. The last course is being served right now. It's being served to mosquitoes the size of tigers. No, actually, tiger mosquitoes. This in the news. Venice wants its citizens, Venice, Italy, wants its citizens to attract bats in a bid to battle a tiger mosquito infestation in the Lagoon City. Officials have launched a campaign urging Venetians to buy or build bat boxes. Buy or build bat boxes. I feel like um, Bill Cosby. Bill Bill Cosby's building of bat boxes. Install the bat boxes high in trees or on the side of exterior walls or of homes. Venice officials say each bat could devour some 3,000 mosquitoes a night and could combat the insects, especially on the Lido, not familiar, where accumulations of rainwater in gardens and other greenery serve as breeding grounds. Although Venice is crisscrossed by canals, mosquitoes aren't attracted to the lagoon's brackish waters. Tiger mosquito bites can leave itchy, swollen welts, and the insects can spread diseases such as chikungunya fever, which sounds quite ominous. So if you're in Venice, help out, build a bat box, feed the bats. Just to round up now, a lot of really cool stuff happening because it is the official, unofficial summer solstice. At the U of M Museum, a tea ceremony on Saturday afternoon from 12 p.m. to 2.30 p.m., a traditional Japanese tea ceremony. The African-American Downtown Festival happens around Ann Street and North 4th Avenue on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. The Yasu Greek Festival happens... On June 4th, 5th, and 6th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Sio Church Road with Greek food, a tavern bar, homemade pastries, music from the band Enigma, and the Yasu House Band, and as, and the St. Nicholas Dancers, and much more. And Patty Hearst the Musical this weekend, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, and the following Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night at the Shout Bar, which is across from the Out Bar. The Shout Bar is spelled S-H-A-U-T Bar. This has been WCBN-FM Ann Arbor in spite of everything. And if you can smell that billboard right now, then you'll be listening to this. I think that's what I'm trying to say. We're going to go now to the sparks. And with the sparks, we will spark the charcoal that will make the barbecue that will be surrounded by barbecuties. Thank you for being that. So this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. i made special sitting in for R-Wolf and then sitting in for myself in about an hour with special ad. But first I have a special song for uh, Kristen, our program director. It's Joanna Newsom, but it's mutated slightly just for you.